1: Welcome to Legal Management Talk, official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. I'm your host, Christina Vragovich. In today's episode, we welcome Lee Isaacs, Director of Records and Information Governance for White & Case LLP. Lee will be discussing records outsourcing at ALA's upcoming Human Resources Conference for Legal Professionals, February 18th through 20th in Orlando, Florida. And she's here today to give us a little preview of her conference session. Welcome, Lee. Uh, hi, Christina. How are you? Thank you for I'm having great. me today. Thank you for thank you for joining us. Now, before we begin, tell us a little bit about your background, expertise, and current line of work. Sure,
0: absolutely. So I have spent my entire career in the legal profession um, in a variety of different support roles, um, in, including uh, working as an office manager and director of, of administration uh, for a few law firms. And before I transitioned, I actually kind of found myself uh, by accident in the records and information management field. Um, I uh, began um, my career in records about the fifteen years ago um, at a firm called Heller Ehrman, um, and it was one of those things where I uh, kind of was busy doing something else and there was a need, and I stepped into it and, and think that I found my calling um, because it's been a, a wonderful a wonderful career path that, that I've had, um, since working at Heller, I also served as uh, the, record, the Director of Records and Information Governance at Oric Harrington and Sutcliffe, and, as you mentioned, am now, the uh, Director of Records and IG at White and Case. Um, and in both of those roles, uh, really having the overall responsibility for the um, development and execution of a uh, records and IG program, and that ranges from, you know, all of the things that you would expect from a policy and procedure on a schedule standpoint, but also um, from a staffing standpoint and, and making sure that we, we, have the, we have the right resources to continue to meet our program goals and objectives.
1: So let's put this out there. The topic of outsourcing records management functions is not a new one, but you say that it's a topic that needs revisiting, and why is that?
0: So it, you're right. It, it is a. It is not a new topic. It's something that um, I think has has been um, you know explored and and executed um, for quite some time now in in law firms in particular. I, I think the discussion that it may not necessarily be revisiting, but I think that the conversation that we're having about it is it needs to be uh, needs to be changed. So I think previously uh, we when records was primarily a uh, Paper-based function. Um, there was a tendency to kind of lump them into uh, the operational groups. So, with a lot of your facilities and uh, you know office service functions, um, they were all kind of compartmentalized, part and parcel. And I think that historically. As law firms were looking to gain some efficiencies um, and outsource some of their, you know, facilities, mailroom, um, you know, those types of operations, the conversation naturally gravitated towards uh, exploring the options to outsource the outsource the records function. The landscape, I think, has changed considerably in the industry, especially as we're not now just talking about records management, but we're also talking about information governance. And along with that comes a lot of the... um, considerations about risk management and compliance, and we're dealing with the large volumes of electronic data in addition to the paper. So the the landscape and the type of services that the the records and IG departments in general um, are providing is not necessarily the same as it was even, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago. And so firms are having to make, I think, a needing to approach their analysis um, in a slightly different way when they're looking at how they want to staff their records and IG functions, um, just because of all of those um, evolutions in the way that we're working.
1: So, considering outsourcing is more than just about saving money, Um, you referenced um, information governance and security, I'm sure. What are some of those new considerations that legal managers should have in mind when deciding whether to outsource that function? Right.
0: So, you know, it, and as I mentioned before, it's it's not just a a paper function. And so you're really needing to make sure that you have the right people with the right expertise to Meet the obligations uh, that that you have as a firm to manage your firm information and your client information and and, and work product and there 's heavy responsibilities that come along with that as as we know in addition you know to the security and risk and compliance, but you know our ethical obligations as well um, we 're under increased scrutiny um, more and more from our clients who are you know, expecting that we are managing their files in a particular way. Um, So that landscape is changing as well. It's not now just all about the law firm. Our clients are kind of dictating what we're doing. Um, And so as you're you're looking at um, exploring the options of outsourcing, I think you really need to identify where your particular areas of risk are in the firm. And it becomes a discussion, I think, where, um, you know, the 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 CIO needs to be involved, or whoever's in charge of IT, a general counsel, risk management. I think needs to be involved in those discussions, so you can strategically decide what sort of roles and responsibilities and functions you would be comfortable in transitioning to a third party provider. Um, Along with that, too, I think the vetting uh, process with potential providers during the, you know, the, the RFI um, phase is also critical. So asking those questions about how current are they with, you know, industry trends and rules and regulations, and and do they, do they know the business the way they need to understand the business, um, and what sort of internal support do they have to be able to work with you? to, you know, depending upon, you know, the the maturity of your program, create a program, sustain one, um, and and continue to have it evolve over time. Um, And so I think those are things that really need a, a deeper dive and some careful scrutiny as you're exploring what needs to happen. I think one of the things that I would also say is important is that it not as you're looking at outsourcing that it's it's not viewed necessarily as a cost savings measure because I think um, you know some really focused questions need to be asked there too and understanding you um, know kind of how how your groups are working or how they need to be working because a lot of the times. Um, You know, if you're looking to reduce headcounts or, um, you know, need to make other compromises in, um, you know, salary for staff or whatever, all of that can also play a role in the services that the outsource provider is able to offer. Um, And so kind of diving into some of those um, specific questions, I think, in the due diligence phase is critical in kind of analysis
1: and making any sort of decisions
0: about whether to outsource or not.
1: So what are a couple of other just quick really specific examples of you know what are those aspects of an outsourcing provider that you should look at when you're shopping around. So you've touched on some of the major um areas but just a couple more examples. Right so you know I as
0: I mentioned I mean and I and I think probably what's what's most important are to get a real understanding of what their Internal level of expertise is with records and IG. Um, the level of commitment and investment that they have made to building up that expertise within their organization. Um, because ideally, mm-hmm. if you if you are looking to partner with an outsourced provider, that's exactly what you're trying to do. You want them to be a partner. It's not records is not something that you can just kind of you know hand over um, and then step aside and let the operations go. It re- you really do need kind of that 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 true partnership and ideally one of the benefits is to get that expertise that they may have. Um I th- I know that there are some providers that have been very very strong in the you know the office services, mailroom, facilities type function but don't necessarily have that depth of expertise that that certified records manager, that internal expert to um kind of Make sure that they are providing the the cutting edge services, and so I think those you know are some some uh, distinguishing uh, differences that that you can look for. Um, And I think to expand on my other point about getting an understanding of how they go about staffing, what do they look for in the personnel that are supporting the function, what level of input um, do you as a firm have in kind of dictating or deciding, um, you know, what sort of resources and level of expertise that you need um, to, to make your operations run the way that you expect them to.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much to our guest, Lee Isaacs. And again, you can catch her session and many more at ALA's Human Resources Conference for Legal Professionals. You can take advantage of early bird pricing when you register by January 14th. Visit alanet.org HR for more details. That's alanet.org HR. And thank you to our listeners and subscribers out there. Don't forget to rate our podcast on iTunes to help spread the word. And for more information about any of ALA's education, events, and member services, please visit ALANet.org. That's ALANet.org. Until next time.